0: Hello and welcome again to Ring My Bell, the podcast that I hope is still the only podcast about both Taco Bell and masturbation. I haven't checked recently, uh, but why does this one even exist? That's my question. Um, today, uh, if, if the sound is a little off, it's because I'm recording this in my kitchen because I have two friends in town today. This is the first live, ep- live in-person episode of Ring My Bell. Uh, and today, uh, I am joined by both Maggie and Annette, uh, who are here to talk to us on the podcast. How, how are y'all doing?
1: Good, doing Thank you. good. Yeah. yeah, thanks for having us.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm really excited um, because this has been an episode a long time in the making, and we'll we'll get more into that uh, and the reasons <laughs> why. But um, we've we've talked about doing this for a little bit, and then. Uh, You both happen to be in town. And so here we are uh, doing this episode. So um, the first question that I ask all of my guests, because we are here to talk about two very specific things, uh, would you like to first talk about Taco Bell or masturbation?
1: Uh, I'm going to suggest Taco Bell because I would like a few minutes for the alcohol to take effect.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is, uh, that is an excellent, um, idea. So, uh, my question to you then is what is your, uh, what is your usual when you go to Taco Bell?
2: I actually do not. I have never eaten at Taco Bell, which (laughs) makes my presence on this podcast a little bit suspect. (laughs)
1: Well, I, we, we, so one reason we wanted to do it together is because I love Taco Bell and then, you know, that I can take care of this part. Right. Right. Maggie loves Taco Bell for us. Right. Um, so my order has changed over the years. I have listened to the pod a lot. So now I'm like thinking about what other people have said, um, um, so I too began using Taco Bell because I lived in a rural Midwest town and it was the only place that had vegetarian options. Um, so I started out and I basically only ever ate the, um, Crunchwrap Supreme with beans instead of beef.
0: Oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm.
1: that was my go-to and then it is a very nostalgic order for me now because it was, I ate it so much when I was in college, <laughs> um, and then I didn't eat Taco Bell for a long time, and uh, I started listening to this podcast and basically getting menu recommendations. <laughs> and so now my new my new order is um, I do love the cheesy gordita crunch. Is that oh, the one yeah. with like yep. the, the two tortillas and the cheese in between?
0: Yeah, the the like crunchy one with like. So crunchy taco, yeah. and then like che- a layer of cheese, and then the soft. Yeah, so- yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: It's delicious. It's yeah.
0: it's pretty much my go to. Mm-hmm. I also days. really
1: like the sauce that they put on it. I yeah. feel like they don't put it on other things, which is delicious. Um, I've been trying to try the Mexican pizza, but it is sold out every time I go. So <laughs> I guess I'll. But maybe may a a dream that does not come true. But um.
0: Right. I I do find it very fascinating that they were like, oh, we overestimated how much people would want the Mexican pizza. When for the last two years since they discontinued it, literally any tweet that Taco Bell would make would just people would immediately respond with. That's great. But where's the Mexican pizza? So like they had to have known. I don't. I don't know how.
1: It's it's got to be like a marketing ploy. It's the Google Reader of it's, it's the <laughs> Taco Google Reader Bell. of Taco <laughs> Bell, Bell.
0: <laughs> exactly.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. R.I.P. Google uh, Reader. <laughs> I'm still bitter.
0: We we all on this podcast have feelings about Google Reader. It's true. So uh, I feel ya. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, let's see what else I oh I tried the Baja Blast and I didn't like it controversial okay, opinion Okay, I found it like to be the I feel like to, maybe this is just me but I feel like Taco Bell puts more bubbles in their
0: mm, in mm-hmm. their
1: soda than other places and so it's like more bubbly and
0: I don't,
1: I, I think
0: idea. it really depends because I've definitely gone uh where I, I, am really excited about it and I order it and then it's just, it is so much bubbles. Um, and then I've had it where it's, it's a much more normal sort of level of carbonation. And I don't know why that is, but yeah, when it has been overly carbonated, it's, it's kind of a turn off. So yeah. I, I get that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe they're just overzealous at the Taco Bell I go to.
0: It, it could be.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> let's see. The thing that I found out that I absolutely love is the Cinnabon little like oh
0: yeah like uh, the donut
1: hole things. It's like a cinnamon sugar donut hole that has frosting on the inside and it's delicious. Yeah. Yes, please. <laughs> yeah. So I think that maybe I have found my order at Taco Bell. Uh, just
0: show up and get a, a bunch of those and call it good. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. All set.
1: <laughs> they do. Sell, they do sell them in a pack of twelve. Oh, I always perfect. get the pack of two because you know,
0: right? Because yeah. it's kind of the add-on to it yeah. But like, if you're just gonna get, if you're just gonna get those, tw- like, I could probably demolish twelve of those pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go I
3: day,
1: definitely, go home. Mm-hmm. I definitely demolish two in like one second. So, oh yeah, um, <laughs> that makes sense.
0: Um, but yeah, it's yeah. it's interesting um, to to hear your sort of like starting out with with kind of the vegetarian option and then getting recommendations from this podcast. Cause there's a lot of things when I started this podcast, because again, this podcast started as a joke. Um, and now it's one of my favorite things to do because I'm a weirdo, but, um, aren't we all, but when I started it, there were tons of things on the menu that I had never tried. And here I am starting a Taco Bell podcast and people being like, you've never had the, the quesarito. And I was like, well, shit. Okay. I guess I gotta, <laughs> I guess I gotta try that. <laughs> Um, so yeah, my uh my uh experience with Taco Bell has also expanded quite a bit thanks to this podcast. So yeah, um, same. But yeah, I'm I'm uh with you on that, the cheesy Gordita Crunch. It's Ugh, it's it's so good. Pretty much the go to. Um I got my wife very uh uh obsessed with the cheesy Gordita Crunch because she was like, I just I she never went to Taco Bell and then we were trying to buy this house. We kept going to like showings, and so we'd see like three houses in a day, and we'd be worn out, and and we'd be driving back to the apartment, and we'd be like, "You want to hit up Taco Bell?" And then, <laughs> so uh, I've half joked that we should paint the uh, guest. Uh, bedroom, uh, like a big, a bright Baja Blast color, just in, in homage oh. to Taco Bell getting us I, through the house buying process.
1: I thought you were going to say like the Taco Bell purple. Yeah,
2: that's what I was like, thinking. That's, like that's, that's where black. my mind was going.
0: was like <laughs> yeah. a broil purple. It's, it would be a lot better of a color than doing uh, Baja, Baja Blast, black. which is...
1: Baja I, Blast is, Like just. It seems like a bathroom color to me. It's like a sea foam. Yeah, like
0: it, it's like ne- if sea- if there was such a thing as neon sea foam, it would yeah, be that's Baja <laughs> exactly Blast. what it is. It's Neon sea foam. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, there are I think some colors of foods that should not exist. And as much as I love Baja Blast, that color is one of them. So
1: <laughs> it um, definitely doesn't happen in nature.
0: Yeah, definitely not. At
1: least for food.
0: Um, uh, how about, uh, hot sauce? Do you do any?
1: So I also have changed over time where when I had the Crunchwrap Supreme, I always did fire sauce and like every single bite had some fire sauce on it. Like, um, I don't love nacho cheese. And so like that, Mm, that, uh, leveled out the nacho cheese for me. Um, but now I find that I'm in, I'm a hot person, which also, based on other people in this podcast is maybe a controversial opinion is <laughs> that people are like, no fire or Diablo only.
0: Right. I well, mean, I
1: really, my heart goes out to Verde, but
0: uh, yeah. Verde is gone. The the other Google reader. yeah,
1: of Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really, What an interesting like marketing team that they have, because like I do find myself being like, it's a new month. I bet there's a new thing on the Taco Bell app. I should check. I bet it's cool. Right. Yeah. Like Like, a while ago they had, um, like crispy chicken tacos and they were delicious. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) They were so good. Those were so like the interesting thing about doing a podcast about Taco Bell that in theory is supposed to be releasing once a month. And then I released two episodes in 2021. Um,
1: I feel like we all like proverbially (laughs) released two episodes in twenty twenty one. Like that was the capacity (laughs) of, of the nation.
0: Yeah. That, that sounds about right. Um, but uh, it's always what because I'm like, oh, this new thing came out, and I should like talk. I should try it and talk about it on the. By the time I try it, and I'm sitting down to record, it's already gone. It's already off the menu yeah. because those those chicken tacos were great. They were loved, so good. I loved the like they were. Yeah. They were so great, and by the time I I recorded another episode, they were already gone. So. Yeah.
1: Can I? Am I allowed to mention another franchise, or is this Taco yeah, yes. Bell only? Okay. You, you
0: are you are absolutely allowed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so they reminded me of my very favorite fast food item of all time, which I could only have seen in the Czech Republic KFC. Uh, huh. and I'm, I'm sure it's in other ones too. I just, the only weird time I saw it was in the Czech Republic KFC. <laughs> and when I lived in Prague, like it was like our drunk food. It was like my go-to, I'm so excited. Let's <laughs> fucking go to KFC. <laughs> and, um, it's called a mega pocket. And what it okay. was, was like a giant, like a, like a, um, Crunchwrap Supreme sized, um, tortilla with, um, with a with like chicken tenders, a hash brown, cheese, and coleslaw. And they wrapped it all up and grilled it like a crunch wrap. Huh. And it was fucking delicious. that sounds amazing. I love that. I know, right? (laughs) And I think they had like tomatoes or something on it too. It was so good.
0: That Uh, yeah, that sounds great.
1: I think one of the first things that I did when I got home from Prague was try to recreate it at home. So I was just like, you know what? I'm, I'm really missing Prague. I better get KFC, <laughs> but I've never seen it. I've never seen it in the U S.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I might have to try to create that, uh, at home because that, that sounds great. Like so good. I, I have not been to KFC in a very long time. If KFC put out an ad tomorrow that they were selling those I'd be like hey let's let's go to KFC that sounds great
1: I would I mean uh, right now I take like a 45 minute lunch every day and I leave because otherwise I will work through lunch um and uh I go like the place that I go doesn't have very many options it's like Taco Bell Subway and McDonald's and so um Uh, If if that happened, one hundred percent, I would start taking a much longer lunch so that I could go to the nearest (laughs) KFC every day. Uh Oh my god, it's so good. Yeah, and then also like nostalgic.
0: Yeah, that that sounds that plus yeah, there is something just so nostalgic about like your uh, drunk college food. Um, Ours uh, back in the day was uh, this little Mexican place. It was so it was like. $2 Two dollar burritos that were the quality of two dollar burritos. Sure. Um, my joke was always that you knew you were uh, a local when you could eat one and and survive it, um, <laughs> <laughs> because it was absolute garbage. But yeah,
1: but the best. They were garbage. open
0: twenty four hours a day, so mm-hmm. you show up, you know, get a designated driver. You show up with with everyone at at three in the morning, just drunk off your ass and and mm-hmm. down a couple of those. Uh, heaven. I'm sure I would hate it now, but at the time I was like, oh, this is, this is absolute heaven. So
1: yeah. Yeah. That tracks. That's all right. Uh, Although I think that the mega pocket would be still heaven. So
0: yes, yes, (laughs) that does sound very good. Um,
1: I feel like there's like this thing
2: where when you go to other countries, they like sort of break the rules that we would not follow that we that we follow so like yeah you don't put things in tortillas that aren't like mexican food but oh. there they're like well it's a tortilla and then you can put all this delicious stuff in it and right. make it hot <laughs> it's already
1: like foreign right. food yeah, yeah
2: exactly and so they just like pile it all together mm. and and make like new deliciousness so good fusion
1: yeah, yeah. fusion restaurant i
0: th- i think that's true i've known A lot of people who have, uh, I mean, because I graduated into the recession, as uh, many of us did. And so I know so many people who kind of not knowing what to do next, did the teaching English uh, in foreign countries thing.
1: I just raised my hand. I realized you couldn't (laughs) see that. (laughs)
0: Uh, And so just the number of people who who came back and are like, South Korea has some weird takes on pizza, man. So <laughs> and yeah, I feel like when you remove yourself from that idea of like this is what a a taco is or this is what you pizza. do with their tortilla, or mm-hmm. this is you like, you just, you're just like, yeah, whatever. Uh, I'm going to throw some mayo on that, and it's fine. And it seems delicious. Yeah. yeah. Great.
2: Yeah. Well, I feel like pizza, particularly, like in my experience, really reflects, um, like, the country that it's in. And yes. it's, like, such oh. a very, like, um, malleable food for that. And so, like, when I was in France, because I studied abroad in France, when I was in France, they would put, um, like uh slices of um goat cheese on it and it's not goat cheese like you get here it really is the be- they keep the better goat cheese let me tell <laughs> to you themselves yeah. yeah like it is delicious and so like you just get like these rounds of goat cheese and you're like it's pizza okay that's right. that's cool and it 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 is in fact very
1: delicious and very french all at the same
0: time. I mean you you had me at goat cheese. So yeah, I know, right?
1: <laughs> I guess in the in Prague they do the lot la- or the thing that always stood out to me was they did a lot of like fried eggs on pizza, which sometimes you get here. Have you you know oh wow. you are both giving that. me weird looks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like they put it in the oven and then like for the last minute or whatever, they break it out, they crack an egg on in the middle, and then they put it back in the oven and like it fry it like it's like a oh, yeah, like a runny egg.
0: I would I would totally eat that. I know it's <laughs> delicious. <laughs> yeah. And I've seen it
1: here a few times.
0: Yeah, I haven't uh I haven't seen that. I there's a a place here in town called Sizzle Pie that does a lot of weird uh I mean it's Portland, so you know, weird food, but they had one that was like a it was basically like a breakfast burrito pizza because it had mm. like hot chilies and egg and um I think some like it was maybe some sausage. Like it was basically trying to recreate a breakfast burrito uh which in my opinion is the perfect food onto a pizza and uh yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, can a
1: breakfast sandwich be part burrito
0: um it's like
1: it's like how a hot dog is a sandwich
0: hmm now now we're getting into the the philosophy of yeah of food and sandwiches um but I'll, I'll allow it because allow. this okay, this uh, old, old fashioned is kicking in, and I'm, I'm not
2: <laughs> much more going. I'm,
0: I'm not interested in in arguing against the sandwich so much as I'm like, yeah, it's fine. It's a sandwich. <laughs> Whatever, yeah, it's fine. It's
1: delicious, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. It, I mean, I would eat it. So that's the important thing. Um, but uh, yeah, that's, anyway,
1: that, sorry, you were talking about breakfast burritos.
0: Oh, I mean. T- I could, uh, I mean, I'm not going to start a whole new podcast about breakfast burritos, but I could, Yet, I could because <laughs> they are the perfect food. Do you have any other, uh, thoughts, uh, or questions for me about Taco Bell, uh, before we move on to the next, uh, topic of conversation?
1: I don't think so. I think it covered the sauce and
2: the dessert. No, but I do want to point out I am now starving. So thanks
3: guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, great. Well, then we'll move on to the next part, um, so that we can finish and then go get some food. Um, <laughs>
3: <Finish>. <laughs> uh,
0: so the next question is, uh, how do, uh, the two of you like to masturbate?
1: Well, not together. Yes. <laughs> Which would be hard since we live like, I don't know, like 2000 miles, miles away. Apart. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you want to go first, Annette? <laughs> Since I've been talking a lot. <laughs> uh, actually, would you mind going? Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh let's see. So I um I really resonate with stories. Okay. Um, so whether that is like fan fiction or a romance novel or um a story I've made up in my head, something that happened to me before, like that's really what I I think about when I'm getting down, I guess. Okay. So I don't know. Okay. And um the thing that I've been thinking about since knowing I was coming on the podcast is why I do so much fan fiction because I'm not like a big fan fiction person, except specifically for masturbating. And, um, uh, I think it's because it's like a shortcut. Like, so like, I already know the characters, I already know the situation and like just finally they're getting it on in a way that they didn't. And this usually didn't in the source material.
0: Okay. Cuz yeah, I've I've had a couple of guests on who have talked about fan fiction, but um I and I don't know all of their uh uh relationships with fan fiction, but I feel like most of them are kind of like it is great just kind of in general and also uh as something that turns me on. But yeah. like it's interesting that that it's really only the latter for you. So
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um yeah I like specifically will search for stories like under ten thousand words because like i I only want to get the like one like explicit ten thousand words and like <laughs> you know completed i don't know I like go through the filters and and that's in whatever fandom it has at okay. the moment, yeah, or I often will like download an audiobook that I've read before and listen to that for like romance novels. Um, I don't typically use very many toys. Um, I find I'm just like very easily stimulated, I guess, luckily. <laughs> and so <laughs> okay. they, uh, can be too much. And sure. so, yeah. Sure. So I just, I don't know. I just use my fingers and, um, yeah, that's usually, that's mostly it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I did have a question for you, though, because I was yes, thinking about this yes, a lot.
0: Absolutely. You okay. mentioned you mentioned that uh, yesterday and I was like, oh, I wonder what this question is going to be. So <laughs> I'm, I'm very excited about this. So I think
1: maybe it was the last episode or some episode ago, um, you all were talking about male vibrators, which until that episode, I did not realize existed.
0: Yes. Uh, I also I didn't I didn't realize those existed either until um, I, I think that was uh, the episode we had with James where. Uh he was talking about those and um
1: So Michael, like what does it vibrate or like what does it like I don't, have you looked into it, I guess as uh, yeah, I've I've okay. looked in
0: because he he talked about the um he talked about the specific ones that, that he he got. Um and uh it looks basically just kind of like um uh I mean, okay, this is gonna be weird. It's a very visual thing. Because I ha- I happen to have a um <laughs> I <laughs> I happen to have a, a spare <laughs> microphone stand sitting right here. Sorry. It basically looks like this microphone stand. Okay. Where so it's like, like
1: a half circle it's a, or yeah, like a, a little, three quarter circle. Uh-huh.
0: And then from what I understand, because I've never, uh, I've, I've never used one personally, but, yet. um, yet it's true. He really, I did consider it, yeah. uh, because he, he really talked him up. Um, so, but basically like, you know, you just, you, you kind of put it, on on the penis like right here mm-hmm. and then it just kind of vibrates but okay. um from the from the pictures on the the website it looks kind of like uh you put it kind of like just below the head uh i guess okay but, um again i've i've never used one yet um <laughs> but uh, also I, I can't believe i had a spare microphone stand uh sitting right here because it is it looks surprisingly accurate.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we did go, we happened to go to a toy shop yesterday, day before yesterday. Day before. And I do think I saw one and I was like, I wonder if that's a male vibrator or like a penis vibrator, I should say. Yeah, Not
0: yeah, it probably was. Um because that's that's about it's about what they look like. So um and yeah, I don't have any experience with it, but uh he he did really uh He was very passionate. He, he was very passionate about yeah. it. Um and honestly it sounds great, but then I I, I did look at the website and then I, I was like, well, maybe and then I looked at the the cost and it was like I mean I've got hands and right? those are free. Yeah. So. yeah, that's
1: kind of how I think about it. Like I I wanna experiment with more toys, but I just like it just I I have a thing now. Right. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Maybe if that stops working, I mean, definitely if that stops working, right, I'll move on. But, but
0: like, it's it's hard because like I've I've talked to um, other individuals with penises on this podcast who talk about uh, using different sorts of toys, and it's always kind of like, well, yeah, I mean, that sounds that sounds interesting, but like when I really think about try like trying one out it's like well there is no like demo for it right like you know I can watch a trailer of a movie or I can you know I can rent a movie at, for you know two bucks or whatever Um, you, you can't right. you can't do that and then it's like well yeah
2: Okay, so we're getting ahead of ourselves because one thing that I use is uh, or have used is a wand vibrator. And so I was uh, talking with someone who was looking at Facebook Marketplace (gasps) and the youngins (laughs) are now selling their used like vibrators on the internet and they're like yeah it was only used once and i just have this vision of like you know how when you sell something you're like yeah it's you know a cat free home (laughs) like a pet free home (laughs) smoke free (laughs) it's like yeah no they didn't even do that it's been cleaned (laughs) yeah no and i'm just like i know that it's like 150 bucks but that is like the
1: price of like trying to figure it
3: out, right,
2: you
1: right. know. Wow. Um. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm glad that like reduces waste, but also right. I would never buy. No, <laughs> like I would just like that's yeah. not for me. Like, like there's. <laughs> I have purchased a thing that I never used for like a hundred dollars. Right. And exactly. it, it just sits in my room exactly. because I also don't know how to throw it away. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it feels wrong because it costs a hundred dollars.
0: Right. Yes. yes. Like, because I I I bought uh like a package of underwear once that just did not work for me, mm-hmm. and then it was like. And I I I was like, well, I I wore like two of them and the rest of the pack cuz I bought two packs of it and I'm yeah. like what do I do? Like now what? Now what? I, so I Now I, they're rags. Right. Well, I, I ended up giving them giving all the unworn ones away on our local buy nothing group. Mm. But it was like I was like typing for like I I threw away the the two that I wore, so it's I did it, none of these have ever touched me in any way. They're totally cl- like, yeah, but like really emphasizing that like I swear to God this has never been on my butt, uh, <laughs> yeah. and uh, you just have to trust me on that. Um, and it worked. Like someone ended up uh, like their brother had just gotten out of prison or something, and so like he needed, so it worked out. But it was like, man. Going on Facebook and being like, please take my underwear (laughs) is a very weird experience. Yeah.
2: (laughs) But apparently you can go on Facebook and be like, please buy my used vibrator. So. Only used once.
1: (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that that is happening and I would not participate. I am actually a little bit
2: horrified that it's happening. (laughs) Really? I gotta say, because like that is a way that you pass STDs.
1: Yeah. like if you buy i guess if i were to buy something that was used i would definitely clean it like yes thoroughly yes
2: but if you're the type of person who buys something off of who buys a vibrator off of facebook marketplace are you going to clean it
1: i do not know yeah that's a good point well
0: yeah
1: maybe that person's gonna (laughs) learn a lesson (laughs) Uh, an expensive upsetting lesson
3: <laughs> yeah right. sure. oh, can She's you
1: imagine of- if you got an std from a vibrator but you didn't understand that that was what it happened and then you were like <laughs> contacting your partners and like oh you gave me an std you asshole
0: <laughs> um, that i'm i'm surprised there's not a comedy uh, like that be. on like hulu or something yeah
1: that's our next million dollar idea. We're going to produce uh, a YouTube show. Oh
2: my God, but please don't because you're going to give these dumbasses ideas.
1: <laughs> that's true. That's a good point. Well, we'll show the consequences. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh. <laughs>
0: Amazing. So yes, uh, all that to say, I've never used one. Um, okay, cool. But I,
1: Well, I also am curious about the flashlight, which you've talked the, about before. The Flashlight.
0: Fleshlight, fleshlight. Yes. right.
1: So first of all, I did not know it was a flashlight until I think like the last episode. And I was <laughs> I was picturing for the longest time like a mag light, like the big like cop flashlights <laughs> that you can like t- take people out with. huh. And uh, I was very confused as to how that worked, but I was just <laughs> trusting the process. <laughs> now I understand more the last time... Uh, you all described it more, and I was like, oh, a flashlight Yeah.
0: Yeah. It, uh, it's they, a pun. they, yeah. They do really try to style it like you can pretend that it's a, a flashlight, like it's super secret because, like, no one's going to know that this is a, because it looks like a, fla- it doesn't, it, it looks like a big plastic tube that has a sex toy concealed within. It does not look like a, a flashlight. It uh, does yeah. not look like a flashlight. Huh so
2: And kind of like those bullet vibrators that look like lipstick. Oh, yeah that just
1: seems uncomfortable because there's like the hard lines like i just i want it all to be like rounded i don't know but maybe that's also the sex toy uh shop that we went to <laughs> which was excellent oh yeah it was, it was wonderful <laughs> she bop in portland yeah highly recommend excellent um the that's people were very knowledgeable yeah um, but they had like, they had like different heads for vibrators as well. though like, but a lot, several of them were like hard plastic, which also seems uncomfortable. Like, mm-hmm. wouldn't that like pinch in a way? But I mean, I, I'm sure some people like that, but I don't know. Oh, I use hard just plastic and it, it works out. Yeah. So the, like the different like pokey, like, no, I do not okay. use those.
2: Okay. Uh, yeah to, okay so when i when i masturbate i used i i was using for like 10 years a hitachi wand and it was like the cold style it was classic it was like sold by hitachi um and then it it died like well i had to kill it because the motor died Mm. or the motor didn't die it got hot every time i used it and i was like this is gonna blow up and if it's blowing up when i'm using it (laughs) i'm going to be very sad yeah
1: was it the kind that had like a plug like you had to plug it in yes which is a pain in the ass yeah
2: yeah so at some point i got one of those um there are words for it. It's so like a regulator, an electrical regulator that um, oh, goes yeah, between yeah. the uh, electrical outlet and the um, plug for the toy. And you can, like, dial it up or down. And that's actually, like, the, the most... Um Regulation you can do with the hatachi, and otherwise it's like
1: there are two settings, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope you like one of these settings so i so I am interested in Hitachi wand or something similar um but i like a lot of the ones that I have seen advertised are like too intense. Cause I really, because I get overstimulated easily. Like, right. I only need the one speed.
2: Right. So the thing about wands is, is that they are
1: like known for being super
2: intense. Right. Okay. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then I've
1: made the right decision. Yes. <laughs> yes. No,
2: absolutely. And so like, I actually switched from a Hitachi to a Doxy, which is like, we took all of the complaints about the um, Hitachi wand and we, fixed them and so the two specific well there were three basically and so it had a, like 12 foot cord which was excellent mm-hmm. and it had different speeds and then I think it also has different um pulses like vibration patterns yeah uh but I have I accidentally turned it on once and I can't figure out how to like redo that (laughs) because
1: like I was like no no, no. what if
2: I push these buttons in tandem because it only has three buttons anyway I I should figure that one out and then it also has a softer head because the Hitachi head is actually really hard or you can buy like a sleeve for it or various attachments and it you know it is not as hard Um, So it has a softer head. The downside, as opposed to my beloved Hitachi, is that the neck is like foam as opposed to like a hard plastic. So you have the wand, like the, you have the like base, which is a just an electrical motor in a, you know, in a a thing. And then you have a, um, a shaft, if you will, indeed (laughs) above that. (laughs) And then you have the head, which it, I, it turns out I know because I broke one and I'm in the process (laughs) of breaking a second. So don't, yeah. Uh, I'll talk about that in a sec. Um, you have, um, the head that's attached to, for the doxy, a, um, a spring that then attaches, you know, to the, um, to the, the base with the motor and then it vibrates. Um, and so what has happened for me and apparently I'm not the only one, um, is that I like a lot of like hard pressure. And so like, for me, like I push a lot on the, the grip, like the, where you hold Mm -hmm. which is like part of the like, um, the what holds the motor and then that puts a lot of pressure on the neck part the shaft if you will (laughs) Um, (laughs) and um so the then the spring um digs into the shaft which is just like a Mm, foam foam. and Mm. it like basically like bites it so that has been disappointing yeah, um, and and to be fair i sent it back to doxy on the recommendation of somebody online who had the same problem and like they were super nice and like you know they were understaffed because the world's understaffed but once yes. they got to my you know to mine i was like it's been like three weeks so it was it took a minute but um they like sent me a new one and uh it worked great for like know a few weeks and then I started having the same problem and then I was like okay the problem is that this is not the toy for me
1: yeah and
2: so it was good to like have that understanding and then we went to sex toy store so that I could get something better and like I described my needs and they were like oh we have one thing that will work and so I haven't given it a try um but i i am looking forward to that so like when i masturbate i um i either read romance novels and it's funny because Usually, it works best if it's a scene I haven't read before. But then, how will I know Ooh. if it works? Okay. Right, mm-hmm. if I haven't read it before. Huh. But sometimes it doesn't. Um, and then, or I watch porn on Pornhub, which I'm still a little embarrassed about <laughs> because I'm like, well, I do believe that one should pay for their porn, but also like the like the like uh, logistics of doing that right. are just mm-hmm. like a little
1: too much. Yeah. I'm definitely interested in porn, but I find it really hard to, like, find something that I like. Yes. And so, like, I just. So what
2: I started with, actually, was, um, (laughs) uh, I don't know why this is the thing that's embarrassing. (laughs) Give me a sec. (laughs) Okay. Um, I started with um, moving uh, with, what's it called? Animated GIFs.
3: Mm. Yes, Yes.
2: Oh, me too. Tumblr. Yes.
3: Yep. I, oh Tumblr, Tumblr i know for that oh. yeah no yeah. so
2: like, that was the
1: perfect a, thing for me.
2: me yeah no so what i what i've done for years actually <laughs> is um uh search in google images and narrow oh. down to animated
1: yeah interesting yeah. yeah okay and you just search for like sexy gif or like i do you search for a specific category i or? would search You don't have to say the category if you don't watch Uh, it. I just search for
2: like porn and then category. Okay. Um, And then, and sometimes like it would change, like do different things. And then there's, you click on tools and then you
1: click on. Okay. um, That's excellent information. Thank you. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
0: Okay. But no, that's, that's good info because I, uh, an ex of mine uh, really was into the like animated gif like Mm -hmm. because it's it's just like it's quick and you know like you can it's four second loop and so you know you know if it's your thing four seconds in which is great yeah um and so so she was really into that and then kind of got me into that and then that was Two months before Tumblr stopped allowing porn, no. and so I was like, "This new, this new great technology that was there the whole time that I just now realized existed, uh, it is gone." Yeah, now. no, so. it's
2: definitely um, Google Image Search, and then okay. you know, specify for. All right, animating. thank you. You are welcome. Yeah, yeah, that's um, excellent. Yeah, and sometimes if you do black and white, they're more classy. So, like, oh, if that's your thing. okay, <laughs> that's good to know. Sometimes,
1: yeah interesting
2: um, yeah so that is the thing
1: I find so the in my like search for finding porn that I like I always try to search for, like for ethical porn because it makes me feel better but uh-huh. then it the, like it narrows down the field significantly right and then the other problem I have is like I'm a I'm a fat lady about town and like all most of the women are very like not and uh and i just don't really find that attractive and then so like that's like but then if you search specifically for like fat people like fat fetish can be too much or like not quite what i want yeah and um one thing you might check out um
2: that uh i watched with a partner a while ago is um oh what's it called fuck sorry about that um give you a sec crash pad oh crash pad yeah okay okay So Crash Pad is a, um, it is a series of queer porn that like, it's all different kinds of bodies and all different kinds of queer people and like setups and everything. Um, and it is definitely ethical and you pay for it, but it is, you know, all of those things. Yeah. And, um, it, you know, is really good for like, you know, seeing people who
1: like look like you and have sex like you want to see. So. Yeah. Yeah. Weirdly, so I am mostly queer. Or I mean, I'm all queer, but like I mostly lean towards being attracted to women and I am a cis woman and, um, or like just like sort of feminine people, not necessarily other cis women. Um, but I do find that like I mostly am, I mostly like get off from straight. Things. Right. Yes, right? me yeah. too.
2: And I occasionally, well, okay. So I read a lot of romance novels, and uh, like ninety percent of the romance novels I read are straight. There's just so little out there. There is queer. That is true. Um, or queer, if they're queer, queer then they're ladies. like three people. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and um, but yeah, no, I have that as well. And I like get off on straight people having sex, and I'm like, this is. Not what I expect, (laughs) would have expected. Yeah, (laughs) same. Yeah, but it it works. Yeah. No. Interesting. Yeah. Me too.
0: Uh, So... Uh tell me more about the romance novels. Cause that's actually how this whole thing <laughs> yes. came to be. Okay. <laughs> because you, you mentioned one specifically about like it involved aliens and something. And yes. I was oh, like, Ice Planet
1: Barbarians. And I was yes. like,
0: okay, I I need someone to like talk about the and, yes. and
1: have you read the Ice Planet Barbarians? No. Oh, but they like they are fantastic. Okay. All my like all of my library friends are talking about it.
2: So it's really fascinating because like the thing about like alien romance sex is that like you can as the author make decisions about partner's body like non-human's bodies that like don't apply to like human's bodies and and so like you can really see like people's priorities which is really fun because then they can be like okay so these these people are blue and they have tails which are sensitive like kind of like your ear is erogenous you know Mm -hmm. um and they can move them and like do things with them um but then also this particular culture on the of, of the ice planet barbarians um they um really highly prize uh cunnilingus and like that is like like giving oral pleasure is like the highest honor that one can do for their partner okay. and it's like yeah and so it's like you know it always starts there and like okay. honestly if you're reading a romance and it doesn't start with cunnilingus <laughs> just <laughs> proceed with caution because most (laughs) most like feminist authors who are like really doing like good work of like you know looking at like women's um uh women's sexual responses and you know sort of agency they just start with cunnilingus and um and yeah it's and so if they are not i'm not saying that it is bad and i'm not saying that that is like not something you should read because there are ones that don't and um but it is a thing that you should proceed with caution okay yeah um yes Anyway, um, that said, I have, oddly enough, a great affection for a very good, well-written blowjob scene,
1: which really, I have a hard time getting into those. Yes. And the
2: reason is that, so like when I read straight romances, I have this dual reaction going on because, I am a woman who likes to be admired and, like, you know, has, you know, f- the feelings that women have mm-hmm. in the way that that we have them. And so, like, I often associate with women. But then I also associate with um, with men because they admire, because okay. of, like, yeah. because oh, they admire women. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, I really like to see women through these men's point of view which okay. are mm-hmm. usually written by women and so i guess
1: maybe it, often it, when they're written by men, women right? yeah that is true <laughs> although
2: there are actually a few no i can think of one there is one straight man um romance writer, and I really like his work. Okay. And it's really fascinating. His wife oh. is a romance writer. So I think that he like got started from you know, oh, wow. working with her. It is. Uh-huh. He's really good. Yeah, I highly recommend Nick Russo and his wife, Eva Lee. Just going to say oh, that. Oh, I know Eva Lee. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Nick Russo, really good. Interesting. Anyway, yeah. And one of his books is in her universe. Huh. Oh. Yeah,
1: it's <laughs> <that's> really cool. <laughs> I mean, I guess they just share the royalties. <laughs> Or something, for, yeah, yeah something. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But no,
2: it's like, it's like, um, meant like something that happened in the past tense in one of her books uh, is the present tense for, for his huh. his book, yeah, yeah. And okay. like, you wouldn't know unless you read the book, and it doesn't really like matter <laughs> mm-hmm. anyway. It's just more context, okay? So, but with blowjob scenes, like, I am a woman and I love. I really like give it, like going down on a woman. But I really like reading blowjob scenes because it is the like the enjoyment of going down on.
0: Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so I like see. there's
2: like this there's there's often this moment of like surrender where like <laughs> again, flow job scenes, it's very odd to me that this is, like, a thing. But, um, like, the woman, like, sort of, you know, just stops, like, you know, just kind of relaxes everything and, like, accepts that, like, that's what she's doing. But also the surrender is from the, the man who is, like, getting this, like, getting a lot of pleasure. And so while it's, while from far, it look and it is often talked about as a very like submissive position it's also like in the woman's head a position of a lot of power okay and so like it really flips that on its head and so i'm gonna do another shout out um kit Rosha and the beyond series does a fantastic job of that and i highly recommend so okay yes. thank you you're welcome did I have another point I was trying to make?
0: Um, I, I don't <laughs> oh, the
2: blue planet, yes, barbarian. yes. Right. So it's just really like fun to watch how that particular author, which is um, who is uh, Ruby Dixon, builds these uh, built these aliens to like specifically like be you know attuned to women's needs and the other thing that's really amusing is that the blue alien women don't have clitorises and so huh. the introduction of the clitoris was like a you know so like, the, the, you're looking at me <laughs> <laughs>
1: what's the point of cotylingus without a clitoris I don't know okay good just check it <laughs> just check it <in. laughs>
2: <laughs> and it, there is only one book from a blue alien woman's point of view, and I oh. honestly don't remember. Okay, um, but it exists, so you should read it um, <laughs> if you want. If you want to know, you should read it. Uh, My memory not that great for details like that. Um, and so, like, sort of the discovery and the uh, and the like like delight that, you know, this gave these men was really entertaining.
0: So I, I bet that yeah. actually, that actually sounds pretty amazing. Yeah,
2: no, I highly recommend. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. Yeah.
0: So that's how this all started. Yeah. That, that sounds, uh, the, the blue alien books did not disappoint.
2: <laughs> no, they, they really don't. I highly recommend. Um, yeah, they're really fun. Uh,
0: cause yeah, that, uh, like I said, this whole thing started cause you were, um, uh, we we have a, a group discord and I don't there, there's a whole like books romance. Not like I don't <laughs> I don't dip in there very often. But like one day we we're talking about blue aliens and and what, I was like, OK, I got <laughs> it. I got it. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. I'm, so I'm glad you're you're uh, able to finally come on the podcast. And yeah. Like, no, it's and really fun. Because that, yeah. that sounds wild. Like honestly the the idea of like a civilization where the clitoris gets like introduced yeah (laughs) that sounds wild yeah no it's really
2: funny because like one of the women so the the backstory is that these women um were um snatched from earth and sold as sex slaves and so these blue alien men like they weren't looking for sex sex slaves they were just looking for more women because like they have a very small population of like under 100 people and like they had an earthquake or something and so like they they just needed like to repopulate Yeah. yeah and so um they they bought these slaves but then like you know there was the work of like teaching them oh no wait there was a crash okay so the first group of women sorry this is really terrible storytelling (laughs) so the first group of women um like their plane or their transportation thing crashed on the planet and, um, Oh, I didn't tell you about the best part. I am so (laughs) sorry. Okay. So the best part, and the reason that I started reading these is because they are fated mates books. So faded mates books are almost always like, um, paranormal or sci-fi because you have a mechanism by which one or both, um, partners recognizes when they meet, their other partner that they are fated to be together. Like you are my person by like biology or whatever, or, you know, some mystical thing or whatever. And so they're like very intense, um, very intense, like thrown into, you know, the situation where they have to make it work. So like in, um, in historical romance, which is where I live, uh, They tend to be marriages of convenience or arranged marriages. And then in paranormal and aliens, they tend to be um, this fated mates where, like, there is a biological thing. Okay. So the way that it works is that there is a symbiotic. Like, neither. So, the blue aliens aren't native to the world that they're in. And so, there is a symbiotic, like, bug that they feed to people, like, usually when they are, you know, just after being born, um, that will make it possible for them to stand, like, the, you know, very harsh conditions. And then, Mm -hmm. another result of it is that they vibrate that literally like the thing vibrates for their mate. And so you would think that they, that the symbiotic organism is vibrating for the, uh, another symbiotic organism, but that's not how it works. Turns out because the first book um, is like the, the blue alien man meets the um, intrepid, uh, human woman who's like going to try to like find help and she, uh, and he, he starts vibrating and it only happens once in a lifetime. And it's very, like, it is like the only way that, you know, um, you can reproduce because like, uh, blue alien semen doesn't have sperm until it, yeah, until (laughs) it, uh, until the, the vibrating happens. And so like couples who, um, who are together for a long time, like, You know, when they first get together, there's the vibrating and then like they have a kid or whatever and years pass and then like they vibrate again and they're like, cool, we're going to have another kid and let's bang it out. Because like (laughs) there's also this component with this particular world where like the vibrating causes like intense, like sexual desire and like Mm. we just need to like fuck all the time until we don't. So this so this woman goes to try to find help and meets this man who happens to be like the leader of this um colony of blue aliens and um and uh she and he vibrates for her and and he's like oh we are, we're mates and she's like well I don't know about that but I like all of this <laughs> <laughs> so they 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 get together and it's really and 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 it's really fun or it's really interesting because she then turns into like the leader's wife and it's like the first one and you know so there's a lot of like sort of inter politics going on with that but the point is that like you can vibrate without your your partner having the the thing which happens a few times in the series um Romance series tend to be one couple per book. And so like once the world is built or once the like situation is built, um, then, you know, it's actually much easier to continue adding on. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like, you don't have to do all of that world building again. Um, and Ruby Dixon has like 20 books in the series. I kind of gave up after 12, um, because like, I like long series as long as the people who are in the like first two or three books are the ones who are the like um, who are the um, protagonists, the main characters in books. But once like you're like. Oh, and then another plane crashed and you have this entire new group of characters who have like a chip on the shoulder or whatever. I'm like, yeah, that's another series. Just give For it. Sure. A. <laughs> I have a lot of feelings about romance novels. Not all of them pertain to sex, I promise. <laughs> In any case, um so yeah, so that's the other very important thing. And that's and I have a friend who like, you know, we were talking about romance novels and she was like describing like what she likes and I was like oh I bet you would like Faded Mates but I hadn't actually ever read any Faded Mates books so I went looking and that's how I found these so okay yeah I awesome. highly recommend very fun
0: great um well uh did uh, either of you have anything else you wanted to add or any other uh questions for me before we wrap up
2: I don't think so. I don't think yeah. so. All right. Yeah. This was fun. Great. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Ben. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for
0: joining me on uh, on the podcast on your your visit to the city. Cause like uh that was a lot of fun and I, I <laughs> learned uh, uh a whole lot about romance novels. Um you're actually the the first guest I've ever had who's who's talked about romance novels. So we've they got gotten a lot of fan fiction. Uh not uh not any romance novels, so uh, I was uh, glad to be able to get you both on the podcast. And uh, usually this is where people plug their podcasts or various other things. I don't imagine either of you have any. Uh, I mean, you've plugged a lot of romance novels. So. I could keep
1: going if you'd like. I mean, my new obsession is Our Flag Means Death, but I imagine uh, mm-hmm, many people mm-hmm. have are already know. They know. Uh,
0: so go, go read uh, romance novels and watch uh, Our Flag Means Death. Uh, and in the meantime, uh, if you want to get in contact with me, uh, you can find me on Twitter at ringmybellpod. You can find the show's website at ringmybell.sexandlasers.com, uh, <laughs> where you can uh, you can find a contact form and that'll send me a, an email. Um, and if you two would like to guest on the show, there is also a form on there that will... Uh, uh, let me, uh, reach out and, and contact you to, to be a guest on the show. So, um, uh, I'm actually, I'm doing more episodes. I got one out last month, got one out this month, 2022, the year of ring my bell. It's back <laughs> like the Mexican pizza, but without supply chain issues. Uh, hopefully yeah, fingers crossed. yeah <laughs> uh, Knock on wood. hopefully this podcast does not become the Google reader of podcasts. Um, just not enough people love this to for that to be true um anyways uh thank you again uh both uh the both of you for joining me and thanks to all the listeners for listening and i hope that you found something interesting about uh romance novels and uh gif based porn and uh sex toys and all of that so until next time uh i've been your host ben and remember masturbate it's healthy